Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. equals the quality of your decisions. The quality of your life equals the quality of your decisions. So today I'm bringing you something a little bit new that we're going to add on to what you're doing. I think you're going to find it a nice addition and it's going to help uh, speed things up. So this is something that, that I stumbled upon. It was actually the first thing that I stumbled upon uh, that made the, made a significant change for me that I had no idea what the hell I was doing. And then I I took this and then later on, um, uh, I added to it as I learned some things from Tony Robbins about this. I added a couple pieces to it, but I left a main piece in there that I was doing that that was really unique to to what my experience was and how it got me results. So let me tell you what this is. The idea behind it is that the faster we can reassociate in our mind uh, the things that we have to do and the, and the place that we're going as far as our goals to good emotions, the quicker we're going to manifest that in, my, in our life. It's extraordinarily important that the conscious, the subconscious, and the actions are all lined up in integrity in order to manifest. That's how we manifest from a belief. That's how we manifest when we absolutely have to be in that place where something must change. Um, it's, it's all about that integrity and that, and the intensity of it, you know, the, the, the real sincerity of how it is that we're feeling and what we're doing. So when I was on the forklift, there's this, there's this thing that I did that was part of the, of the, of that triad of things that I changed that I tell people. And sometimes, you know, I, I see the look in their eyes, like, Oh, that's silly, you know, and they kind of brush it off. And the truth is, it's probably the most powerful of the three things that I did. So if you remember, I acted like I love what I did. I did everything the best of my ability, and I treated everybody with total respect. But I honestly believe the thing that made the biggest difference in that 30 days was me acting like I love what I did. The whole idea behind me doing the best that I could never actually affected my results in the company that I was working for during those 30 days. It definitely did when I stepped into the new opportunity, no question. But the people at the new company didn't know who old David was, right? They only knew this new guy that was walking in the door. As far as they were concerned, that's how I had always been. And not even realizing that 30 days ago, I was drastically a very different person. So the, the idea was that when I decided when I was in the back of the trailer and I decided that, okay, I'm going to act like I love what I do. I said, I'm going to start this tomorrow. Right? So um, I go home and then the next night comes cause I work nights and I get up and get ready to go to work. And those days I drove 57 miles to work and I had an old Ford escort wagon that burned a quart of oil on the way to work and a quart on the way home. I used to have to shop at this place in Northern Illinois called Farm and Fleet. You would get big giant cases of oil 
you know, on discount. And I had to keep it in the back of the of this damn wagon, right? I mean, it was it was hysterical. I'm the guy going down the road with a blue cloud on the back of the coming out the back of the car. A matter of fact, when that car died, it died on that highway. I just pulled over to the side and I took the plates off of it and I just left it there because the engine just seized up one day. And I had to have somebody come get me. But on the way to work, I'm thinking to myself, okay, today's today's the day. You're going to start this. You're going to, you're going to act like you love what you do. You're going to do everything the best of your ability. You're going to treat everybody with respect. I was excited. And I'm, I'm driving, and, you know, it's 57 miles, so it's, it takes a while to get there. Five minutes down the road, I'm all of a sudden feeling like, I hate this company, right? That all those feelings of I can't stand it, I hate it, I don't want to do this. It's all, it's all coming back. And I thought, holy shit, how the hell am I going to work 10, 12 hours a day and stay in this emotion and this consciousness about loving this? So I'm like, no, I said I was going to do it. So my first strategy was willpower. I'm going to will myself to do it. And I'm driving. A few minutes later, I'm right back to what I hated. So what was really cool that I was experiencing for the very first time in my life was the, like being open to new information, down, like just downloading, right? I had never experienced that before because I was in this new vibration and I was in this new thought pattern. I was not the guy that was stuck in an old model of like bondage, you know, uh, uh, consciousness, and I was receptive. So things were kind of coming in. And I was, I'm driving, and as I'm driving to work, I'm thinking to myself, this, oh, this is going to be a bitch. Like, how am I going to do this? And I thought, well, wait a minute. What is something that you love to do that you don't have to force? Like, you just naturally love it. And you can you stay in that love and you stay in that fun and excitement of that thing. What is that for you? And I thought, well, the one thing that stands out to me was when I was a kid, uh, especially in the summertime, we used to go to this place called Castle Rock Flowage. It's up in Boston, Wisconsin. It's between Boston and Nacida. And um, it's not far from where Steph is from in, in Wisconsin. She has family that lives up there, actually, that they see every year. And it was, it was the place for me because my, my childhood was rough. And this was a place that I could go be me. And it was peaceful and it was fun. And I loved the nature and I loved to fish and I'd love to be on the boat and I'd love to go hiking. And it's just, it's a gorgeous area. Like it's, it's stunning, gorgeous. Um, so I was thinking to myself, yeah, I don't have a problem up there at all. Like, that's so cool. Like, I know what that feels like to just be like totally at peace. You know, everything's great. Not, not a, a worry in the world. So I thought, what if, what if I pretend in my mind when I'm driving the forklift that I'm on my boat on Castle Rock Flowage? Like, would that work? Would that make it easier for me to stay in that emotion? And instantly I could feel my body change in the car on the way to where I could feel my body changing. Right. So I'm all excited. I get to work and I'm doing this. And the first day was rough. I got to tell you, it was a bit rough. So the second day comes and I'm going to work and there it is again. Like I just feel all this tension in my body and this anger and this resentment. And I was like, is how like this is going to be really rough because I really originally I committed to doing this for a year, right? I said, I'm going to do this for a year. It wasn't 30 days was not in my mind. It was like, I'm going to do this for a year. And uh, I'm like, this is going to be a long year if I have to keep going through this every day. So 
what I did was, I was like, when does, what, what is it about this trip to Wisconsin that, that changes? And I realized I literally started changing in my body on the way to, to, to Castle Rock, like literally on the drive. So in those days I lived in Chicago and Castle Rock flowed just four hours away from Chicago. So it took four hours and it was, you know, it was a, it was a good trip for a weekend, right? Cause it's an eight hour trip back and forth. But when we would go up, I could literally, my whole, my whole emotion changed, my attitude changed, my demeanor changed, like I was in a totally different place. So I started pretending in my mind that the drive to work was, a, was the drive to Castle Rock Flowage. And it put me in that emotional state for an hour before I even got to work. And then when I got to work, I got out of my car and it was like I walked down to the river and I got in my boat and I was getting on the forklift. This made it so much easier. And after about a week of doing this, I didn't have to, like, I didn't need any more willpower to do it. Like in my mind, I had reassociated everything to this lovely place in my life. And of course, in 30 days, it had me so open to new possibilities that I was able to see the opportunity to then triple, triple my income. And I don't think if I had if I had not done that, if I had just forced myself to do the work or forced myself to be happy, I don't think I'd have been open to that. I know I wouldn't be open to that opportunity. So I was an unconscious competent then. I didn't know what I was doing. So I said to myself, this works. Here's a tool that I developed for myself that actually works. And I never told anybody about that tool for years. When I went to the new company, anytime I had to do something, that I didn't like to do, I would reassociate my mind to something that I did like to do, including getting over the fear of driving a fuel truck. One of the things that I was like, I don't think I've ever told anybody this before. I don't, I was scared to death that they would find out that I was afraid to drive that truck because there was gasoline in it and diesel fuel. And in my mind, this is a very dangerous thing, you know, flip it over, blows up, burn to death, like horrid images in your mind that you don't want to see. So I was, I, I couldn't wait to get through the training so I could be by myself. And then, and I was like, I didn't want anybody to see the fear because I thought if somebody says, Hey, this guy's scared to death of driving this thing, they're not going to let me do it. But one of the ways that I got over the fear of doing that also was the same process that I did with the forklift. It's like associating in my mind, something that I loved and I was excited about doing and then I also had confidence in. So what this process does is allows you to take your goal, okay? You start off every day. This will be something that you add to your sacred seven. It'll only take you about 10 minutes. It does not need to take any longer than this. It's a couple, minute, couple minutes for each four pieces, and that's it. The first piece is we're going we're gonna to get into an open state. So what I'm going to do, and you're going to follow with me, is I'm gonna raise my hands in the air. When I raise my hands in the air, I'm gonna inhale deeply and then I'm gonna force exhale, pull my arms down. So it's like a power exhale, like, like that. Okay, we're gonna do that 10 times and then I'm gonna count it. At, when we hit 10, you close your eyes and you just relax for just a couple minutes and you pay attention to your body. You don't have to do anything else. Just pay attention. Don't judge anything. You don't need to ask any questions. Just pay attention. See what you notice. Is my body tingling? Is there a place that's sore? Is there a place that's tight? You know, just let it, let it go for just two minutes. Then at the end of the two minutes, keep your eyes closed. And we're going we're gonna to go into uh, a couple of different parts of your life 
and I'm going to have you remember a few things. After that, we're going to bring your goal in for what you want, okay? And what we're going to do is we're going to associate those feelings to your goal, but then we're going to do something that was originally my piece that I don't see many people ever do. It's one thing to associate in your mind the goal, the end result of what you want. Like almost anybody can find that exciting, especially if it's a big goal or there's a lot of fun or there's a lot of money or something that's attached to that goal. But the problem is, is if we don't associate good feelings to the cause of the goal, which is what we call the process, then what you're doing is you're fighting yourself every day, doing things that you don't necessarily enjoy doing. But the problem with that is, is that just you know, like if you want excellence in your life, just pushing yourself to do something that you don't like is not good enough. You've got to show up amazing in the things that you have to do every day that you don't like to do. And it's so difficult to do that if you don't like it because you're fighting your, your, your internal battle all day long to get that done. So then we associate that at the end and then that's it. You're done. You're done for the day. Now, I will tell you, if you do this a few times a day, it'll help change quicker. Like the more you do it, the more it'll change. And it can be a tool that you use for the rest of your life. I use it especially if something happens where I have to go from, you know, like, let's say something really goes wrong. And if something really goes wrong, it can grab you like really quick. But maybe I have to be on stage in 10 minutes, do a seminar for three days, and I have to be in a completely different state. I can't let this thing that go wrong affect me. I'll give you a perfect example of this. There's one time right before a seminar, right before a two-day seminar, I find out my mother's dying. Like, I can't cancel the seminar, and she's dying. So I had to completely take my focus off the fact that she's dying. I mean, she was going to still be alive after the seminar, but it was going. she was going down quick. She had cancer. I had to reassociate my mind. Remember this stuff? We were in Nashville. And I had to do this two-day event, and my mom is in her last days. And, and as soon as it was over, I flew to Chicago to be with her. But I had, to, I had to be able to put my mind in the right place. And using this technique allowed me to do that because I'm reassociating what I'm doing to something completely different. So it gives you a tremendous control over the way that you think, and it allows you to start conditioning and operating your brain. Okay, so let's do this. Let's go. Okay, ready? So what we're going to do is put your hands in the air. Did big, big inhale. Up. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Hands down, close your eyes. Hands down, close your eyes. Relax. Just relax. Now just notice your body. Is it tight anywhere? Is anything tingling? You feel anything sore? What are the thoughts that are going through your mind? Just let them go. Let them come in and go. No judgment. Remember to keep breathing. Okay, good. Now with your eyes closed, I want you to remember a time in your life when you were unbelievably happy. It doesn't matter when it was. You could have been a kid, a teenager, young adult, could be current. Remember a time in your life when you were really happy. See it vividly. See the picture bright. 
Does it have a lot of colors? Can you hear anything about that time? Do you smell anything? Is there a smell from your past that's associated with happiness? Who are the people that are there? Are they smiling? Are they celebrating? What were you doing? Good. Now see a time when you were completely in love. It doesn't even need to be a person. It could be in love with your puppy or your cat or any time in your life where you felt complete love for something. Remember that time. What is it that you loved? How did that feel? Was it a person? Was it an animal? Was it a hobby? Was it a new experience? Do you hear anything when you remember that time? Do you see any other people that were involved? Breathe in nice and close. Allow yourself to feel that. Now just feel total gratitude. Gratitude for having the happy memory. Gratitude for having this loving memory. Just let gratitude just fill your heart for this. You're so blessed to have this as part of your life experience. So grateful. Now see a time when you won something, when you achieved something, something that was amazing, that made you feel unbelievably proud of yourself. Again, it can be when you were a child, young adult, it could be two weeks ago, something that you really worked at and you achieved. Who was there? Was there a celebration? You were so happy and proud. Now just bring gratitude to that win in your life. Bring so much gratitude. You're so blessed to have that experience in your life. It's part of your life. It's part of your history. It's part of your life story. So amazing. Good, very good. Now, see your goal, see your 90-day goal. This one should be a little easier for you now because you've, you've been looking at it, you've been visualizing it. See yourself in the 90-day goal. See yourself having achieved it, being in it, and feel the happiness, the love, and the excitement over the win of this goal. Let, you, let it just completely fill your heart and your body. See yourself celebrating this goal in a, in a way that would be unique to you. Would you dance? Would you cheer? Would you clap to yourself? Would you share it with other people? Would you treat yourself to something? And again, just feel so much gratitude for having achieved that goal. It's part of your purpose. It's part of your life mission. 
You worked, you grew, you adapted, you won. Okay, great. Now, I want you to visualize the process to getting to the goal as best that you can. What are the things that you have to do on a daily basis on, based on cause and effect that will bring you that goal? Is it marketing? Is it sales conversation? Is it team building? Is it exercise? Is it eating correctly? Is it working on a relationship? Whatever your goal is, what are the things that you have to do every day to do that? See yourself doing those things. And as you see yourself doing those things, bring in those emotions of happiness and love and success and gratitude. Bring them in and see yourself just enjoying the hell out of the process of getting your goal. That's great. Now just feel gratitude for that. Feel so much gratitude in your heart. Okay, beautiful. Great. That's it. So the way that I taught you this, I'm going to ask you in a short period of time to make a slight little change. What I did was I had you see the end goal first and then the process. The reason that I did that is because usually it's easier for us to associate good emotions with the end goal. And what I didn't want to do was have you see the process first, have difficulty associating there, and then when we get to the end goal, you can't get into that frame, right? So for right now, just see the end goal first so it's easier for you to get into that positive emotional state, and then see the process. And that'll help transfer over to the process because the process is the most difficult part for most people. And then when you get really good at it, switch them so that it's actually in the correct order. Here's the deal. Your subconscious really doesn't know the difference, right? It, I'm telling you, it's going to help. It, it really will help. It, it's totally, it totally changed my life. And, you know, like I said before, if I can do this in the place that I was in, so shut down, so not knowing anything, you know, and I just stumble across doing this little thing and it makes that big a change. Um, Anybody can. Anybody can. And I've watched, I've watched thousands of people, you know, manifest their life, but, you know, using these ideas. So they, they really work. It follows the scientific process of constant space repetition and reassociation in the mind. Everything that we do is associated to some feeling or emotion. And we didn't do that consciously to create that. We did it unconsciously. We did it by environmental experience but you have to know that we can change it. And that's the, that is the actual way that you change it. So you're rewiring your mind. You're saying, I'm going to associate a good feeling to this thing. And then it feels good for you to do that thing. So that it takes practice. You have to do it. The more you do it, the faster you get the results. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.